welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter where my handle is at turkeyhitman, and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 169, the 2018 NWTF Convention and Sports Show Preview with Pete Mueller. And I am your host... And the guy who is tired of the cold weather. It has been a cold 30 days. Well, longer than that now. A cold 45 days for those of us in the deep south. And we are not used to this. You guys up north, you can keep it. I personally love a sunny 55 degree day with little to no wind. And nights in the upper 20s, low 30s. That's my kind of weather. That's my kind of winter. And we haven't been getting much of that in Alabama lately. In fact, we haven't been getting any of that in Alabama lately. But if the weather forecasts hold true, that weather is on the way and should be here really starting on Friday. And it looks like it's going to last for a little while as well. So I'm excited about that. I'm also excited that we are 56 days, 11 hours, 59 minutes, and 59 seconds away from opening day of spring turkey season in Alabama. Okay, so today I have on the show with me Pete Mueller with the NWTF, and Pete's the public relations manager with the NWTF, and he usually comes on around this time of year to talk about the NWTF convention and sports show, and that's why I have him on today. We're going to be talking about the 42nd annual NWTF convention and sports show. 42nd. That is a bunch of conventions. And this year it's going to be held once again at the Gaylord Opryland Resort and Convention Center in Nashville, Tennessee. And that's going to be in February. Basically four weeks away. And it'll be here very soon. Now, if you've heard him on the show before, you know that Pete's a great guy, and I always enjoy talking with him, and, well, here he is, Pete Mueller with NWTF, and I'll see you guys on the other side. Hey, everybody, I'm excited to tell you that I have on the line with me today Pete Mueller with the NWTF, and Pete is actually the public relations manager there, and if you've listened to the show any number of times, you probably have heard Pete on the show before. I typically will have him on around this time of year to talk to us about a little event that the NWTF has going on in Nashville in February. And so we're going to talk about that again today. So Pete, how are you and where in the world are you right now? 
I am fine, Andy, and appreciate you having me on the show. Uh, I'm down here in South Carolina, and it's a little bit colder than what we're used to, but we're doing okay. <laughs> a lot of people kind of freaked out thinking that we would have uh, snow and ice and some other things going on uh, with some storms that came through, but we, we made it. We have survived, um, and it's still full steam ahead for the 42nd Annual Convention and Sports Show coming up in February. where We are looking forward to it and hope to see everybody there. Heck yeah. Now, I know this will make you very excited and and you can just go ahead and go to the bank with this. But I happen to have looked on the Farmer's Almanac website because I like to do that every so often. And for the southeast in the month of February, when the convention is going on, the weather is supposed to be sunny and mild. So go ahead and pack your shorts and your short sleeve T-shirts because I think you're going to need them. Well, you know, a part part of me hopes that they're not right. You know, while we do want good weather, we also want weather to where people are willing to spend a little bit of time indoors with us. But hey, you know, mild mild weather isn't all that bad. I just hope that we get some 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 good weather for turkey season for all those times that I will be spending days outdoors. So yeah, no doubt. You know, I heard on the news this morning, and it could be fake news, but I heard on the news this morning that there was snow on the ground in all fifty states in the country yesterday. Wow, you know that's amazing if you think about uh, it. Yeah, I, I guess that that's not a normal thing to have happen all that often. No. But wow, pretty Neat. interesting. Yeah, Neat stuff. We don't want that in. You know, at least I know that we in the South don't want that anymore. <laughs> you guys in the North can have it. <laughs> so yep, that's true. So uh, you know, as I mentioned, I like getting you on the show anytime, really, but especially this time of year when it's convention time, and so. I want to talk to you about that, but before I do, I know from a couple of conversations that you and I had back in the fall and early winter that you were planning some hunting trips, and so I haven't I haven't spoken to you since then. So tell me, where have you been, and what have you been chasing? Gotcha. So you are correct. I, I did get to experience a couple of new hunts this year. Uh, I typically try to do at least one hunt out of state going somewhere, traveling to do something new each year. But I, I did spend a lot more time at home, but I did get a chance to do a South Carolina alligator hunt. That's my home state now, South Carolina. And and I did end up getting an alligator on that trip. That was a, awesome. a very neat learning experience was able to do that with my bow and then also ended up doing a trip recently right before the holidays I took my dad on a archery hunt he used a crossbow because he can't draw back a compound or recurve bow because of shoulder stuff um, mm-hmm. but I took him on an archery hunt in Maryland where we went after Sika deer and that's um, kind of a, a unique hunt because you can only find free range populations in in Maryland and it happened because I guess some some Somebody with money ended up bringing a few over, you know, back in the early 1900s. They ended up getting off of the little private island that he had and spread. Now they are they are everywhere to where they're almost pushing the deer out of uh, that southern Maryland part of the peninsula, Delmarva Peninsula. But it was a neat thing. They're part of the elk family, so they, they have a whistle or almost a bugle that is elk-esque, but obviously much smaller. But my dad was successful while we were there. I did not get one, had quite a few encounters or got to see them, you know, off at a distance, but it was a neat thing to experience. And especially for my dad, anytime that he and I can get to hunt together, I truly enjoy that. So, but, but this year was much more time at home, spending time with my family and my kids. Very good. So tell me a little bit about that hunt there. So hunting the Sika deer, is that a, were you spotting stalk or were you in a stand? 
How are you hunting? That, that is mostly stand hunting. Okay. And, you know, being being there where you are in, you're, you're hunting marshes, you're hunting edges of thick timber. There, There's quite a bit of public land up there. And, and actually, I was surprised to learn that if you hunt, I think it's Blackwater National Wildlife Refuge, you can end up taking three with a bow, three with a muzzleloader, and three with a rifle. Wow. But that's just there if you hunt private land or land outside of that refuge. You can actually then during the regular Maryland seasons also take three with a bow, three with a muzzleloader, and three with a rifle. So, you know, it's, it's, it is an invasive species, but it's a species that I think Maryland has seen growing value in it and trying to manage them as well. I think, you know, it's one of those things that it'll be interesting to see how they deal with the rapidly growing population. But, you know, it, it's not conditions that you'd be spending too much time spotting and stalking in just because you're in uh, nasty backwaters and you're in okay. uh, thick timbers and thickets. Um, so it was mostly, mostly hunting in stands. Okay, got you. Well, and I I got a picture of your alligator harvest and was excited to see that. That's an awesome trophy. And I sent you a picture of my alligator harvest as well. <laughs> it was uh, that that <laughs> that was uh, that I always look forward to sharing the photos, regardless of whether you know I have success or not. But it was that that was a neat hunt as well. And again, you know, it, you you and I talked a little bit about that. But it's anytime that you can experience a new hunt where you learn about a an, a different animal yeah. and you learn about their backstory and you learn about their history and their biology and everything like that. I think it, it makes the hunt that much more fun. So I, I wish you the most success possible when you when you do get to go on another one. But you know, next time we meet, I'll see if I can't get you some gator meat to experiment with. Oh heck yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So yeah, my my alligator trophy that I picture that I texted to Pete was me holding my unfilled alligator tag that is sitting on my desk that I look at every single day just to remind me of my failure at that hunt. So I have a few elk tags from out west pinned up to my desk that that are there as reminders. And, and you know what? It's funny. Uh, I, I once heard uh, somebody say that it was those those miserable hunts that you know whether it was the weather that did you in or the ones where you tried really really hard but just couldn't make it happen. Those are the ones you actually end up talking about more than some of the successful ones. You know, just because sometimes things are so bad that it's almost funny that you have to retell those stories. But you know, it, it was it was a great time. Like I said, I, I I learned a lot of patience on that hunt. You know, not realizing that it's a lot more of a waiting game for for gators especially the way that they do it here in South Carolina where you have to find them and attach a line to them before you dispatch them and you can't use bait so it, right. it makes it a little bit tougher yeah it's a challenging hunt and it's very interesting being on a boat with a spotlight and your world consists of whatever is illuminated by that spotlight and everything around it is black so you know imagine hunting whatever it is you want to hunt or you like to hunt, trying to see it at the end of a tunnel through a mountain. And that's basically an alligator hunt. So it's pretty fun. Pretty fun. Always Absolutely. Being, it's fun being on the water at night like that as well, you know, and so it's, it's interesting. But all right, I'm sure you and I can talk alligator hunting for a while, but I think that what really is going to get us pumped up is talking some turkeys. 
So absolutely, we are we are counting down the days, the months, days until convention. The the months we're t- essentially uh, a month and a half away from kickoff of turkey seasons in Florida. It's it is the exciting time of year for us turkey guys no, and gals for that matter. No doubt about it. And I know you guys at the NWTF have been busy planning for that convention and sports show that's coming up next month in Nashville and um going to ask you to share with us, if you can, a little breakdown of what's going on day by day at the convention. Sure. There, there is a lot going on each day, but I will do my best. So our convention kicks off, I guess, unofficially on the 14th, which is Wednesday, and, and it runs all the way through Sunday, the 18th of February. But that Wednesday is kind of a pre-party event. You know, some of our most dedicated volunteers and NWTF members come out. They like to get there early and, and set up and enjoy a little bit of the town. And, and we have an event called the Early Bird Social where we rent out the Wild Horse Saloon in downtown Nashville. So we go downtown, have a little bit of fun, enjoy some line dancing, some live music. There's some fundraising that goes on there, but it's a, a an evening spin out from underneath the dome of the Gaylord Opryland. And but that's where we get to spend the rest of the time. Beginning Thursday, we have that evening. We have our welcome party. This year, we will have Secretary Purdue. He will be there uh, as one of the keynote, or I guess as the keynote speaker for that event. But that's when we kind of kick things off and welcome everybody to this big celebration of a year of successes. We'll also have Ray Johnston performing. Uh, he wrote a song uh, for the NWTF. Uh, it's called Watching the Lord Turn on the Lights. He'll be performing that and some of his other songs that evening. And then Friday morning, obviously, is the kickoff of the exhibit hall floor. That opens up Friday morning and runs all the way through Sunday night. That is where you can get down on the floor and see some of the hottest new products that have debuted at, at ATA or SHOT and actually now as the consumer and the avid hunter get a chance to get your hands on these things and give them a look so yeah it you know and and from there it you know things the the doors are wide open as to opportunities there are there are meal functions there's entertainment there's seminars there there are personalities that you can see on the floor the the list really does go on it is something that regardless of what your passion is in the outdoor world as far as hunting goes you can find something there that'll pique your interest yeah there's no question you know one of my struggles when I'm there is that there's so much stuff going on and it seems like it's all going on at the same time and I just can't be everywhere that I want to be. And so, you know, last year I took it, I took the opportunity to go to some of the things that I didn't do the year before, go to some of the seminars that I couldn't make and that kind of thing. And I enjoyed that. And the calling competitions, I went to some of the ones that I'm not going to say, well, they really are less popular than the Grand National, but they're not any less entertaining and the you know, calling quality it, is not any right. less entertaining either so you know there's a lot of stuff going on it's hard to keep up with everything but you guys you actually have a breakdown of what's going on and and kind of a calendar on the website don't you Yes, we do. Um, so first off, if you're planning on going to the NWTF convention and sports show, by all means, visit our website, nwtf.org. Um, you can get any of the tickets that you need for events, but also plan out things ahead of time. You can also download our app for convention, and that allows you to plan your schedule ahead of time, see when things are going on, make sure that you have notations for those seminars that you want to go see, um, have uh, have reminders for those calling competitions. I- I'm 
I'm with you, Andy. You know, Thursday morning, I think, is the kickoff of the calling competitions, and it's the owl hooting and gobbling on Thursday morning at like maybe 8 o'clock. For, yeah. for me, you know, as somebody that, that isn't very good running most turkey calls in general, you know, I run them well enough to, to bag a bird or two each season. But it's neat seeing the, the talented people that can get up there and, and especially some of the natural voice calling in, in the gobbling and owl hooting. But, you know, from there all the way through the uh, the senior finals that you get on Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, there there is a lot of talent there. But, but again, if you, you could spend your whole convention just watching those competitions, but you'd miss everything on the floor and all the seminars as well. So you, you kind of have to allocate your time widely to make sure that you can hit everything that you want to see. Yeah. And you mentioned mentioned the app and I think the year before last was the first year that I loaded the app on my phone and that app is really amazing and whoever at the NWTF sat down with the designers and and programmers for that app did a great job because I don't think there's any detail about the convention that you can't find on that app and being able to put those calling competitions or the taxidermy competition or the dinners and the parties and the auctions, whatever events are going on, being able to put those on your calendar and get a reminder that it's coming up, man, that's huge. And it's, that is just such a great feature or benefit to the show. And it really helps to improve the experience of, of what's going on over that three day period of time. So my hat's yeah, off to whoever. I agree, Andy. Obviously, we live in a digital age now. You know, some of us like like me, you know, we're we're fighting it tooth and nail sometimes, but it's something where you know, bringing in and helping to recruit those new generations of outdoorsmen and women, things like that app really help them out. They they love being able to see it because it gives them something that that fits their world. So, you know, it it's a neat thing, a neat tool, and and you're right, it gives you pretty much everything that you need to know about convention all on uh, all in one app. Every single exhibitor is there. Exhibitors can can outline when people are going to be showing up to their booths. But you know, it's a lot of those announcements of things that you want can end up being found in that app. Yeah. And now, is the Family Adventure Village going to be there again this year? Yes, Family Adventure Village will be back. Uh, it was cool. something that ha- has become a staple of our convention. Obviously, we cater to we cater to hunters, but we also know that hunters have families, and we want to make sure that there's something there for everybody. Um, but we also know that it's a tool. The Family Adventure Village is a tool that can be used to bring in local school kids to get them in the door and get them excited about seeing things, whether it's trapping demos or or having folks like you know Tennessee's. Department of Fishing Game, having them out there doing demonstrations, uh, birds of prey demos. It, it's a way to make sure that everybody has something that they are going to enjoy while they're there. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the celebrities that are there at the show and the NWTF spokespeople will often make appearances at the Family Adventure Village as well, won't they? Absolutely. So this year, the we or last year we had a stage in Family Adventure Village. It is moved to the main um, entrance area on the floor, but we still will have appearances of celebrities, of um, uh, some of our spokespeople. Um, uh, one of the things that I know that both Michael Waddell, Brenda Valentine, Jana Waller, Julie McQueen, Daniel Lee Martin, it's one thing that they all enjoy is the atmosphere of 
family at this convention. They they don't view themselves as being better than anybody else. This is just an opportunity for them to hang out and, and talk to turkey hunters and talk to dedicated volunteers, dedicated vol- conservationists. And, and so they, they truly relish in the opportunity to be able to hang out with, with sports show attendees. So, you know, lo- look for those faces on the floor. They will not be the only ones. Obviously, I see new faces every year. I know that the juries will be there again this year. We do know that Willie Robertson from Duck Commander will be there on Sunday morning at our worship breakfast, but he'll also spend some time down in the Strut Commander booth. That is the turkey hunting line under Duck Commander brand. And he will be down at that booth with Martin, who's kind of become a staple in previous years. But they're going to sign some autographs down there at the booth. So, you know, again, you never know who you're going to see on the floor. It it really is an opportunity that if you're an outdoor or a fan of outdoor entertainment or and you just like talking turkey with people, again, you, you'll see a lot of those names that you either grew up with or you see on TV today. Yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, you're going to bump into somebody that you recognize just walking around in the exhibit hall. You know, I will walk around there with one of my turkey hunting buddies that I go with every year and I get these elbows in the side all the time. And he's like, hey, they're they're so-and-so, here's so-and-so. And I don't think my buddy's ever missed a hunting show on any television station ever. And so, you know, I usually will walk out of there that first day after hanging out with him with bruised ribs and He's he's something else, but there is no shortage of television hosts or hunting celebrities or personalities there. And if you guys listening have somebody that you admire that you want to meet, there's a real good chance you can find that person there over the course of the three days that the show is going on. So and and don't be scared to go up and talk to them. They love they love being able to shake hands with people. You know, it it really is a a, a family atmosphere to where a family atmosphere to where. You know, the personalities, they, they realize that they're turkey hunters. Uh, they are hunters just like everybody else, and they love hearing stories and sharing stories. So that's a fun time. Yeah. Now, what about the seminars? Is there a schedule yet for the seminars? Do we know who's going to be there presenting and what they're going to be talking about yet? There is a schedule that is up on the app right now. Okay. I do know that we have a lot of returning seminars. You will still have, obviously, you'll still have Ray I. He will continue his spot on Saturday morning. There will be the seminar of Bone Collector Crew. There will be a seminar of Calling Champions, Grand National Champions. There will be seminars with Philip Vanderpool, Alex Rutledge. I believe Andrew Gu will be there doing a seminar on bow hunting for turkeys. There, there are a lot of neat things that go on every year. I think there will be some personal defense seminars. There's some some seminar, or there is a seminar on hunting trophy whitetails as well. Again, we we know turkey hunters aren't just turkey hunters. So we'll have uh, Jeff Danker. He will be there and and speaking on that. You know his his new show, I believe, is called Buck Ventures. And you know, so he's he's an advocate for for what the NWTF is doing, and he wanted to come and speak. So lots of things to do. We'll also have seminars with, I think Will Primos will be down there for one, and he'll be talking about the box call that he's donating to the NWTF. You may have seen it in the recent Turkey Country magazine, but he's donating an original Gibson call to us, and then we're also doing a recreation of the Gibson call that will be available at NWTF banquets all across the country. So neat things going on, lots of stuff to see, and we're really looking forward to it. Yes, indeed. So tell me about the cost and where we can get the tickets. 
So cost varies if you choose to try to, to attend some of the different meal functions or entertainment events. Yeah. But to simply get down onto the show floor, if you're an NWTF member, your membership gets you in for free. So that $35 that you spend every year and you, maybe you get a knife in return or you, maybe you get your, your Bass Pro card, if that membership is lapsed, you can re-up while you're there. And then if, if you choose a Bass Pro card, you can actually go spend it right up the block on your way out of town. That's true. Because Bass Pro Shops is there pretty close. If you choose to not be a, an NWTF member, I think the daily cost might be in the range of 15 to $20 for a daily pass. But again, you know, it's more cost effective to become a member and, and get that added bonus. So again, you can sign up for tickets, renew your membership, download the app, check out the schedule, do most anything convention related at nwtf.org. There's a tab specifically for convention that will get you taken care of on everything that you need. Fantastic. That's all great information. So is there any chance that you can sneak off for about 30 minutes and just go down to the watering hole and have a cold beer with me while you're there? Because I know you work pretty much from sunup to sundown while the convention's going on. But what are the odds of you being able to sneak away? I think that we can probably try to make that happen. It is something that one of the things that we're going to try to do this year, even more so than previous years, is we're going to have a team of let's call them um, let's call them correspondents. They're going to be covering different beats for social media. They're going to be covering the floor. They'll be covering seminars. They'll be covering as much as we can get to where we know that not everybody can join us in Nashville, but we want those that can't make the trip to still experience it and get them feeling enthusiastic about the year to come, but also get to see all the neat stuff that's available to them as turkey hunters so you know when, when i can find a break time in that or even if you want to come along and, and be a part of some of those things that we're doing we'll definitely meet up for sure yeah we can do that i definitely can aggravate you while you're working oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, heck i might even be able to get you to teach me some stuff about turkey calling so uh, you're turning to the wrong person Win-win situation uh-huh. if you want somebody who can make something up about about turkey calling then i can do that I, i'm very creative i can make up stuff all the time it'll be great stories <laughs> good deal good deal well pete thank you man i really appreciate you taking time out of your day to come on and share what's coming up at the NWTF Convention and Sports Show with us. And for all of you guys listening that have never been but want to go, this is the year to do it. It just, it really does. It gets better and better every single year. And I think if you come to the show, you are not going to be disappointed. There are people that come from all over the country and all over the world to this show every single year. And I, was it last year? Y'all may do it every single year. Right at the entrance, there's a map for people to you know either put a pin or a dot from where they're from on that map. And it just it blew me away to look at that after a couple of days and see where these people who were there rubbing elbows with you are from. And you know, that was pretty neat thing about last year. I don't know if we're going to have it this year, but, but I too was surprised. I mean, we had coverage of, uh, most every state except for maybe Nevada and Rhode Island, but to know that people were coming from that far away, you know, your Washington, your Oregon, your, your Maine, any of those states that they're coming that far just to be a part of something that we put together. We realized that, that that's a pretty special thing that we have going there. So, you know, we're always enthusiastic about, about our convention. We, we do this to, to, again, energize our member base, energize our volunteer base, 
but also because you know we 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 really want people to see and know about all the good things that, that are happening in in our uh, Save the Habitat, Save the Hunt initiative. So come, please be a part of it. We'll welcome you with open arms. Come join us in uh, sharing the fun. Good deal. I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait to get there and hopefully see you there. Absolutely. Absolutely, Andy. Well, thank you again for having me on the show. I'm sure that we'll touch base again come turkey season. Absolutely. Let's do it. Have a great day. Thank you, sir. Thank you a bunch. Goodbye. Okay, I hope you guys enjoyed that, and I hope that you'll make arrangements to come to the show this year in Nashville. I always really enjoy myself when I'm there because I get to be around about, oh, 50,000 plus other people who enjoy turkey hunting just as much as I do. The show's a great place to meet others who share at least one of the same passions as you and I, and it's a great place for us to learn a few things as well. So go to the NWTF's website, Pete gave you that a couple of times during the interview, and click on the convention tab at the top of the page, and you can find everything about the show that you'll want to know. You can even find a link to book your hotel room, buy your tickets for the dinners and auctions that they're having if you want to attend those, and to plan out all the events and seminars and contests that you want to attend as well. Okay, so next up, I have what I think is some very, very important turkey news for you guys. There have been quite a few articles come across my email here over the past week about wild turkeys in the news. And so I want to cover some of those with you today. If you have plans on hunting land between the lakes this spring, then the quota hunt applications are going to be available February the 1st through February the 28th. And you can get those online at lblquotahunt.hometracker.com. So you can apply online. They're going to have three quota hunts in Kentucky and Tennessee. And those three quota hunts require application and getting a permit. Now, those quota hunts are the youth hunt, which is April 7th and 8th. And in Kentucky, that's for hunters under the age of 16. In Tennessee, that's for hunters between the ages of 6 and 16. On April 10th and 11th is an adult hunt, which really I would say is probably a any one hunt. And on April the 14th and 15th, there's an adult hunt as well. So if you would like to hunt the beautiful land between the lakes in Kentucky or in Tennessee, that's a great opportunity to get out there and hunt when there's not much pressure because these are basically limited entry hunts. Hunting is not allowed on LBL during those times if you have not drawn a permit for the quota hunts. So get online and apply for those starting February the 1st. Put that on your calendar or on your phone. And I hunted land between the lakes in Tennessee several years ago. And I've got to tell you, the hunting is incredible there. At least it was at that time. I've not had anyone tell me any different. So it's a hunt I recommend. Secondly, Spring turkey hunting permits for 2018 are now available from the Nebraska Game and Parks Commission. The folks in Nebraska think that they have the best turkey hunting in the country. And I feel like they're definitely in the running. 
and there's plenty of public land opportunities in the state of Nebraska as well. The permits are affordable and they're plentiful. They have long seasons and for the spring hunters can get as many as three permits. So you can get a turkey per permit which means basically you get three turkeys or the opportunity to take three turkeys and Nebraska is an interesting place in the respect that they have a spring archery season that opens March the 25th. And basically, if you are an archery hunter and you're going to hunt turkeys in Nebraska, you can hunt from March the 25th all the way through May 31st. That is a heck of a long season. Shotgun season there opens April the 14th, and then they have a youth shotgun season as well that opens April the 7th. So again, Nebraska is one of those states that you guys need to visit for a super slam. And even if you're not after a super slam, it's a state you need to visit to hunt because the hunting is very good there. So get online and get those permits. All right, for all of our cheeseheads out there and those of us who want to be cheeseheads and hunt in the great state of Wisconsin. The 2018 turkey harvest drawing has concluded. There were 138,100 applicants, and all of those applicants have drawn tags. In addition, there's about 106,000 tags that were not issued and those leftover tags are going to be available for purchase in March. Now the season in Wisconsin runs from April the 18th through May the 29th. And those leftover tags for the 2018 spring season, they're going to be sold on a first come first serve basis beginning March the 19th. I have not yet hunted Wisconsin. It is on the list and it might even be on my list for this year. I haven't planned on that up to this point, but it looks like I'm going to have to take a little trip to Chicago in early May. And when I do that, I'm just going to be about a two and a half hour drive from turkey country in Wisconsin. And I probably need to venture over in that direction for a day or two and see if I can't fill one of those 106,000 extra tags that they have. Okay, for you winter turkey hunters out there, the state of Maryland has a short three-day winter season that's coming up. And this winter season actually starts on January the 18th and runs through the 20th. So that is this coming weekend. And this is a good opportunity for those of us who like to fall hunt or winter hunt turkeys to get out there and hunt when there's not a lot of competition from other hunters, whether it's bird hunters or deer hunters or bear hunters. This gives us an opportunity to get out there in the woods when we'll have those woods to ourselves. So take advantage of that short three-day season. It's here. Probably by the time that many of you are listening to this, that season will be underway. All right, for all of you guys who are in Missouri or who have Missouri on your list of states to visit this turkey season. The state is going to start taking online applications for the spring 2018 managed turkey hunts. They're going to start taking those applications February the 1st and that period runs through February the 28th. 
and you can go to their website, mdc.mo.gov slash spring turkey hunts. And now any of the procedures or rules for applying for those managed to hunts is on the website, so you'll want to check that out. And in Missouri, the youth weekend is going to be April the 7th and 8th. And then the regular spring season starts April the 16th and runs through May the 6th. But those managed hunts, again, are a great opportunity for those of us who want to hunt public land to be able to get out there and hunt that public land with less competition from other hunters. So go check that out. If you got Missouri on your list, it may be a great opportunity for you to be able to get to a spot and have it all to yourself. All right, for all of you guys listening in Minnesota, or if you have Minnesota on your list of states to visit this year, you will have until Friday, January the 26th to apply for a lottery permit for the first two weeks of season in Minnesota. And that's when... From what I understand, the licenses are in the greatest demand. The season in Minnesota lasts quite a while. It's from April the 18th until May the 31st this year. And those first two seasons are the most popular ones. And so there are a limited number of those tags that are going to be available for those first two seasons. And they're going to be assigned via a lottery. So if you want one of those tags to hunt the first two weeks of Minnesota season, then get online, request that before Friday, January the 26th, and then the state is going to start sending out postcards to the lucky recipients of those tags around mid-February, and the hunting licenses can be purchased starting March the 1st as well. So for those of us who are not going to try to hunt the first two seasons the early seasons in Minnesota, and we want to hunt the later seasons, the last four seasons that they have, and when I say seasons, these are really roughly a week period of time each. Those periods are not limited by the lottery, and those licenses will be available for purchase on March the 1st. Now, personally, I'm also looking at Minnesota, so I'm trying to decide... When I go to Chicago, I've already killed my bird in Illinois, so I'm trying to decide should I hunt Wisconsin and the UP of Michigan or should I hunt Wisconsin and Minnesota? Because I don't think I'm going to have enough time to hunt Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Michigan, but I'll just have to see how things are going because that might just happen. So, I felt like that was a lot of great information that we need to know that might help us and get us off our rear ends and start applying for some licenses and making some plans to hunt. The time is here. Reading these articles starts to get me just extremely fired up because it's right around the corner. Our time is right around the corner. Okay, so that is all that I have for you guys today. Now, before I cut you loose for the week... I need you to help me out with two things again. The first one is the survey, the listener survey from 2017. The survey is a quick one. It will take you literally about two minutes to do. You can complete it from your mobile device, please not while you're driving. And it really helps me to be able to help you. It helps me to get to know you guys a lot better and 
it helps me to know what direction I need to take the show to make the show better. I want this show to improve every single year. And I know what you're thinking already. Hey man, the show can't get any better. It's already perfect. But it's really not perfect. I want this show to be perfect. And so I can't do that without your help. I can't do that without your input. And this survey helps me in that respect a great deal. Okay, so to access and complete the survey, I need you to text the word HELP2018. H-E-L-P-2018. Text that to the number 44222. After you do that, I'll reply back with a text message that says, please reply with only your email address. And when you do that, I will email you a link to the survey. It can all be done on your mobile device. I already mentioned that, but I have to mention it again because that's important. All right. Number two, don't forget to email me your show topics as well. Now, I've only gotten a handful of show topics from you guys. Last year, I had a bunch of them, and we covered a lot of those last year. Send me your show topics, even if you think it's already been covered. I don't care. Send it to me. I'm not going to judge you if you send one that I've already covered, because, well, it might be that we need to go over it again. Email those show topic and suggestions to me to my email address, andy at iamturkeyhunting.com. All right. That is it for this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I know that you have choices. I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.